hello, hello. Taurus here, Dee's here. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Hello, Susan. Hey, nurse. Hi. Hi. How are you? How is everything? Oh. Good. Great. Excellent. I'm doing good. <laughs> so, what are we thinking of the episode that just aired? It just went off. I know you guys watched it early. I didn't watch it early, so I watched it as it aired. So what what stood out? What was crazy? Because we met Misha and Nicola, which it was a lot for me, right? Was it a lot for you? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. I'm still getting over the fact that he's a 46-year-old virgin. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's, I'm not saying he's, um, he's lying. I'm just saying that it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's, I just hey, don't Stephanie. believe it. <laughs> well, when I was listening to him talk and uh, about his religion, I was like, this guy has like absolutely no personality outside of like his religion. I don't think he's lying. I don't think that he's not a virgin, right? Like, I feel like he's definitely a virgin because he's let his religion kind of take over and overcome his life. Because did you hear about yeah, the annulment, exactly. the annulment yeah. situation? Situation where he's like, if you can't get this annulment, even though it's over a decade ago, I thought, first of all, I thought there was a statute of limitations on annulments. You can't go back so many years. This is like a decade. That's, so I don't know the process of that. She said it was a church annulment. She's legally divorced. Yes. So, um, I, I got to look that up in the Bible because I've never yeah, heard of that. Yeah. But also, one thing he said was, he said, it's been. 16 years since he touched a woman or kissed a woman yes but then he also doubled back and said that once you're re into this religion you can be born again virgin yes so that's what that's, that's kind of what he was saying about misha because you know she's married and has two daughters so she's clearly done more um, and for some reason in, in the Catholic religion, divorce doesn't exist. And if you do get a divorce, you're not allowed to get married unless it's annulled, which I think is kind of insane because what if you were married to the wrong person, right? Like, why do they hold that against you? You can easily be married to the wrong person. People show their true color. Sometimes it takes weeks, months, years, decades. They turn into different people. Why should you be disbarred from finding love yeah. after you find out the person that you married isn't who you thought they were. I don't see I was related I was raised in a religious cult so I I was watching this and it was bringing back like horrible memories of like how I was raised of how you aren't allowed to do certain things like religion always to me was like a limitation. Like whatever that I wanted to do it dictated to me what my limitation was. And I was just watching this go back and I was like see they're they're limiting themselves on happiness because it doesn't fit into their religion. And I feel like religion is very important. I think it's good to have a spiritual side, okay? Yeah. But like, if it's stopping you from finding love and being happy, like he's 46. And I don't believe it's because he can't find a wife. I think it's because he's let his religion take control yeah. of the process of finding a wife. Because he's like, well, she has to be Catholic. She has to be a virgin. She has to be that. And he's just limiting himself. There's no reason why this man would still be single, okay? He would have found yeah. a woman if he wasn't so freaking picky and he's letting his religion dictate who she has to be. Yeah. And then he finds somebody that's so freaking far out of his league, it's not even funny. So it's going to be a shit show from the get-go. Oh, and... Yeah, and also, I know a lot of Catholics and they don't act like that. Yeah. And they're, like, really into Catholic church. They, I mean, they've got divorced. They've remarried. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. Everybody's yeah. got their own religion. Everybody's got their own religion. They have their own beliefs. But I'm just saying all the Catholics that I know, and I know a lot of Catholics, they, no. Yeah. They don't live like that. I so agree. what do you think about him not telling his mom what's going on? Because his friend was like, you know, your mom isn't going to be happy that she's not a virgin. So I guess in their 
version of the religion, you should marry only a woman who's a virgin. I think that's crazy or ridiculous. It would never fly in America, first of all. You'd never get married. But what do you think of the idea that he is not telling his mom as though it's not that serious? Because I feel like if it's very serious, you would have to tell her because she, Misha's not going to go anywhere. If this is a real relationship, it's serious. This is going to end in marriage. Your mom would need to be aware, and I feel like she would respect you a little more if she was aware beforehand, right? But the mom can't hear anyway. He doesn't want to sit and try and explain it to her over and over and over. <laughs> I mean, I mean it's not one, one good yell. They were right? back and forth trying to cook something in the kitchen, so. <laughs> this story, hey, Jamie, this story was Hi, just Jamie. a lot for me. Yeah. I just, I felt like there's so many moving parts to this. And I think um, Misha's friend said it best. She was like, other than them both being Catholic, what do they have in common? What do they yeah. have to build a relationship on? Because they both are into the church and religion and literally recite Bible verses and pray, but that's not enough, okay? Like God, and then they're like, oh, I trust God. I trust that th this is gonna work out. God is not in the business of matchmaking, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. I mean, I was never taught that he's up, you know, up there matching people with their right people. That's kind of your responsibility. You have to find the right person for you. He has a lot of things going on. So many prayers going up at one time. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have time to like match people with the right person. I think you have to put that effort in yourself, right? I agree. Yeah. I think uh, it's just going to end badly, no matter how. I mean, even her daughter said it, you know. It, let's say it all did work out. You're just going to bring this strange man in here that we've never met. And I mean, they're 17 and 19, so, you know, they can GTFO. But like, come on, you can't bring a strange man into your kids and just be like, here's daddy. <laughs> you know, you can't do that. Yeah. And, daughters. and also her, what she does, she quit her job to, to do that. Uh, the Catholic um, yeah, full time, yeah. and yeah, she says that she helps people um, trans trans. What's the word I'm looking for? Like when they're oh. dying, like the yeah. trans. She's yeah, like, um, transitioning. Yeah, transitioning into. Yes. Um, Sorry, guys. Yeah. My English today is is not good again. So. Well, you made me. <laughs> well, what was at least y'all understand what I'm trying to say? <laughs> Why did she have to? quit her job in um what was it in the media to focus on her religion can yeah. you not like have religion and then work at the same time like that was interesting to me because she said i have to focus fully on my religion she was a very famous journalist she had a great career and to just give that up that seems that seems crazy also she was living the you know lavish lifestyle the fast lifestyle and she seemed like i mean by the pictures it looked like she was having a great time so i'm not sure why oh. you'd just be like yeah okay i'm done i'm done having fun right she was going on helicopter dates like yeah. men were renting helicopters and taking her on her dates like the fact that she stopped all that and for seven years hasn't been with anyone because she said it's been super lonely and she's yeah. been talking to nicola for seven years which i think is insanity and they just recently like admitted within the last two years that they love they like each other because they've been so focused on the bible and religion they wouldn't even admit that they had grown feelings for each other so they waited this long and now they're going to go and meet each other after all this time and i just don't see i don't see any common interest other than religion so i feel like it's going to blow up in their face like they mean well you know what i'm saying like my mom is a super religious person i refer to her as like a jesus freak like she's a super religious person yeah. she means well but she says the meanest things to people when it comes to religion she like judges people and she's so i'm like you mean well but it's it's not a good way to attract people to love you you know like it's not a good way to attract people to love you by judging them on every single thing that they do and making them feel bad for not doing exactly what you would do in that situation. Cause I tell my mom, I'm like, stop making it. What would you do? It's sometimes yeah. people can make their own decisions and they can do what they want. And I feel like the way that he reacted to her when it sounded like she wasn't sure about the um, annulment showed me that he's one of those, those people where you have to do what he wants you to do in the eyes of his religion or it's not going to work. And I feel like those relationships, we saw that with Nicole and, Mahmoud, you know, those relationships are rocky from the start. 
Because if you yep. can't make that person happy, and it's not really making the person happy, it's appeasing their religion. And you have to sometimes understand that religions are unappeasable. You cannot yes. follow every single rule. It's not humanly possible. Even when you go to church, the pastor will tell you, you can't follow every single rule. Even the pastor, the reverend, the preacher, they're not following every single rule. It's literally an impossible book of rules, but you can try you know, to stick yeah. as close to it as possible. But trying to do that in a religion, in a relationship, coinciding, it's gonna blow up in your face. Yeah. It's gonna be a disaster. Well, yeah. I'm here for the- Especially when he'll be in 46, jobless, living with his mom, wants to fish all day, only wants to be on the internet, um, talking about his religion. Um, yeah, that is, yeah. it's, it's gonna be a, it's a disaster. <laughs> yeah, I loved watching the scenes and because every scene was worse than the other. I was like, just keeps getting worse. It's just keeping worse. And I was like, I just don't see what these two are gonna do together other than go to church. Yeah. They're like, other than that one day a week at church, what are they going to do? Because she, she doesn't look like she's going to go on the boat and go fishing with him. You know, yeah. So like, what are they going to do together to build this relationship? And he seems so close-minded. You know, he's, he's definitely a mock mood when it comes to religion. He's very close-minded. He's not looking to um, change the way that he sees things. Yeah. He's not trying to broaden his horizon. He's, he's always going to be, this is how it should be. You can tell just by the way he talks, so. I'm going to be here to watch it blow up because I know that's where it's going. It's going to explode. And I wonder if we were meeting her later in the season because there isn't a lot of footage I was because maybe she got over there. I realize we're only on episode three, but they hyped this up so much, you know, in the previous. I was so excited to see her. And then now it's just like, eh, whatever. And so now I'm, you know, concerned about the next one coming on. That one I'm actually pretty excited about. But with them coming in on episode four, I don't know. Yeah. They're gonna A new guy. I'm really excited, too. It's, this season is really pulling all the stops. Yeah. You know, because we got Tyree, we got our catfish. And, okay, so let's talk about Tyree a little bit, because he is still convinced there is a woman behind the other side of this Snapchat, right? He is still convinced. He's like, I'm not convinced that this is a guy. Maybe, because he was like, the scenario could be that this was her boyfriend and he found out that she was talking. But I was like, well, how does that make it better? That means that she's been dating someone the whole time she's been talking to you. How does that make it better? It's an explanation, but it makes it, I feel like that's even worse. If yeah. she is a woman and she's with somebody and she's been with somebody the whole time, that makes it even worse. That yeah. means that she had no intentions of being with you other than taking money from you. So I was like, even his scenarios in the denial of the situation are making it worse. And his sister is like, everybody can see the red flags. Like he read this um, t message. It was like an email from the person, Christian. And we saw in the email, like six red flags, right? Because even Tyree's sister saw it. She's like, well, when I read that message, I saw that this is a typical scam situation. It's a catfish. But in Tyree's interpretation, he was like, well, it does say that she loves me. And it does say, and I was like, you're picking like straws here. Like yep. it said, I needed the money. It's a poor country. I did what I had to do. Oh, but I did like him a little. He took that one positive thing and tried to spin the whole email around. And even his sister was like, everybody can see what's going on here, but him, right? I love him. Yeah, he, the, um, he used the love, the love word. He said he loves him, but he can't be with him. I think that is what got Tyree because Tyree said, oh, he said the L word. Yeah. I mean, once you, once you say the L word, I mean, he was hooked all over again. I love Tyree. <laughs> and all I can say is I even know it's obviously a catfish situation, but I don't care if it's a male or a female on the other side when he gets over there. I hope that this person actually really loves him and they make it work because man i am rooting for that guy wouldn't that be the best fairy tale if it was like because no, that's kind even of if it's a guy do you think that tyree will still try to work it out with the person tyree, if tyree has this deep of a connection with this person like he keeps saying he's like it's a connection like no other i think it doesn't really matter if it's male or female to be honest he's he's loving that love he's loving that feeling and i don't think he cares mm -hmm. what the person looks like or anything he just wants that look at jenny and submit so that started out as a scammer situation yeah submit yes. was michael jones yeah. michael jones yeah 
So, and it turned into a love story, you know, 10, 12 years yeah, later. That's true. So I'm hoping for Tyre that this person, whether it be male or female or whoever it is, I hope that it turns into a Jenny and Summit type fairy tale. Because I love Tyre. I mean, I, I like him a lot. I want him to be more logical. But I mean, mm -hmm. talking to somebody for four years and building a connection, and since there was no video call, there was no voice, there was no pictures that, you know, real pictures at least, he did build love on the idea of a person. It wasn't really gender-based. Yeah. You know, he didn't, he, he never heard a voice. There was never a video call. And now he's finding out the pictures he saw wasn't the real picture. So the connection, like you're saying, is built with a person. Doesn't yeah. really matter what the gender is. So I think he wants the person to reach back out so they can have a conversation and he can tell them, I think we have a connection as two human beings. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be willing to pursue that connection yeah. regardless of who you are? regardless of what the situation started out as because Tyree's like well look you said that you were using me for money but in the end you did end up loving me or liking me or whatever yeah. so that means that we could try to pursue that but yeah. i don't know like in my mind if somebody did that to me i don't want to pursue a relationship with them right do you feel See, the same I, don't I don't think any of us would i don't think 99 percent of the people in the world would but if you're like he said in the beginning, he's got self-confidence issues. He doesn't put himself out there. He doesn't really have a social life. He's so busy taking care of his mom. He's the only one of the siblings that are not married or have kids or, you know, he's longing for that. So yeah. I just hope that, I hope whatever it is, is genuine. I, I really do. Because if it's not, I'm about to go wherever Christian is and hunt him down myself. <laughs> yeah. I feel, I feel like the ghosting, because Tyre is trying to reach out to Christian. I, I keep wanting to yeah. say Carmela. He's been trying to reach out to Christian and no response. And the But Christian is responding to messages from the producers, yeah. which I find really peculiar. Why would you reach back out to the producers but not Tyre? Yeah. Like, do you find that really weird? Like, why would you end communication with the person you've been talking to for years and then start talking to the producers of the show do you think the person on the other end wants to be on the show usually for catfish it's really difficult to get the person to come on the camera because the last thing they want to do is reveal who they are because catfish are very very um they're secretive they don't want anyone to know who they are so do you think this person actually does want to pop up on screen i do yes because i they said that um, they're very poor. Where they're from is a very poor um, country. So maybe um, they're thinking if they can get on the show, that's going to be, you know, they looking at all them dollars, them dollar signs. Absolutely. And that's a lot. I mean, the foreigners get just as much money as the Americans per episode. So yeah. it's like a shitload of money over there in any of these third world countries. That's a lot of money. If even if they only did two episodes and made $5,000, that's, that's like years worth of work over there. That's a lot. That's true. So. That is very true. So even making like an episode appearance, like you said, it's like what, 1500 for one episode, you do two, yep. that's like 3000. Yeah. yeah, yep. it, And if they make a pop-up appearance on the screen at the tell all, that's another $1,500 yep. right there. You know, like that is a lot I'll, of money. The tell all is like three grand so oh it's even more okay yeah. and that's an even shorter appearance because they only need you on zoom for like what eight ten minutes like yeah. and they're only going to use half of that so yeah, yeah that's that's easy cash and i want tyree to be happy and i think tyree's sister said it too she's like i want him to be happy but i also don't want anyone to take advantage of him any more than they have and it's like if he does still put his trust in this person who's to say that they are fully into this or they're just yeah. like well he knows that it's a scam now but i can continue you know like that's what i'm worried about because he's in love with whoever it is this persona yeah. that he has gotten to know this is who he wants to be with and what worries me is this persona might not even be real this person might have created this this personality this persona just to get on his heartstrings you know this person yeah. might not really exist in real life he's counting on the person that he was talking to being an actual person that that's how they act that's how they talk that's how they feel i don't yeah. know if that's true 
I think that they were playing him to get the right amount of money every month. You know, that's just how the scam works. And unfortunately, you know, genuine people with big hearts, they're a huge target for scammers because it's so easy to gain their trust, especially Tyree. He was looking to be loved. He was looking to have that relationship. He's always wanted that. And he's a giver. He takes care of his family. He takes care of his mom. He's always doing things for other people. So the idea that somebody wanted to love him and be there for him and do that for him, it was very easy for them to put that target right there on his forehead and he fell for it. And I'm just worried that this person is even more sneaky. They have more tricks up their sleeve because the fact that they're talking to producers makes me wonder, they don't believe this is over. They feel like it can go farther. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 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 totally agree. All right, so let's, let's talk about cutting potatoes or peeling potatoes with a butcher knife because we saw a scene tonight where Jasmine was cooking some vegan meatballs um, and she wanted Gino to help her um, cut up some stuff for the meal and she didn't have everything. Okay, so a $3,000 furnished apartment, but it doesn't have everything you need. So that was my first annoyance because I was like, first of all, $3,000 in Panama, that's a lot more money, right? Like that's probably like... It's missing a potato peeler. Big freaking deal. And second of all, it has granite countertops. That's your cutting board. Wait, I thought you weren't supposed to cut on those. Am I wrong? I was told you're not supposed to because it scratches it. You can absolutely cut on it, especially if it's treated. So that's your cutting board right there. Stop. So people feel that Gino has grown a pair. Do you feel like that? Because the way that he was acting tonight is 150,000% different than what we saw in the past season. Like he was saying, I can't be pushed around. I can't be controlled. I'm not a pushover. And I was like, show me where you're not a pushover. You're paying 3000 a month for an apartment you don't live in. Like show me exactly where you're not a pushover and I'll believe you. Just like he said that I've changed my wardrobe and I dress differently and I was like, Show me where. Yeah. Because you look you look exactly the same, minus the Jesus sandals. You look exactly the same. Show me your show me your closet so I can understand where you come from, because that's not what I see. So he's grown a pair at some point. But what I don't understand is why is he treating Jasmine the way that he's treating her? Like I feel like he's treating her so bad now. And I'm trying to understand why, because she is only acting this way because he let it go on for so long. He let her control her grew a pair of baby balls he was acting like a child <laughs> I was literally having a tantrum you know she but what was the tantrum about that's what I didn't understand not having the right equipment I guess that's all I caught I couldn't figure that out either I, I couldn't figure that out either no he acted like a complete child you know a child that's throwing a fit because you didn't cut the crust off their bread like that's what I saw for Gina He's just like, I'm just going to bed. Even though you put all that work into peeling that single potato, you're not even going to eat it. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't understand why he was so defensive. She's cooking him dinner. Yeah. She clearly doesn't eat that much. She looks like she doesn't eat much. Okay. So she's cooking him dinner and she's yeah. going through all this trouble for him. She literally, when he got there, begged him to touch her and he just yeah. rolled over like she wasn't there. Like this whole situation. I was like, I can't imagine what universe this is where Jasmine, a beautiful Latino woman, is being treated this way. Like, I don't know what universe that we live in where this is a real thing. And Gino is the one on the receive, on the other end who's treating yeah. her like she's not good enough, not worth his time. He wouldn't even look at her. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. where, where are we? What planet is this where this is even happening? Yeah, it's absurd. I'm just, I'm blown away by the whole thing. I I don't care how much money she's spending. That is, she is not a turnoff. There's something else going on with Gino that he's having a very hard time admitting. Thank you. I I mean, I don't know what it is, but all I can... I think his his family is starting to get into his ear now, you know, because they keep pressuring and pressuring and pressuring him to do the prenup. And he also said um, that... um, He's upset because now she wants to spend all this money that in the beginning she wasn't like that. Yeah. Now he's wanting to live this high luxury life and he doesn't understand where it's coming from. 
But one thing they can't say on there is, again, they get paid to be on here. So anything she's done, she's just because she's not out physically working, she's still making money. So yeah. whatever she, whether it be all of her procedures, whatever it is that she did, he's still, if he's really paying for that apartment, that's on him. Use, yeah. use your balls. Say no. I'm not paying for that. He could have, she was staying, yes, yeah, she was staying in an apartment and the lease was up. She could have, he could have said, renew this lease and I'll pay it. Or he could have, like you said, he could have grew up here and said, I'm not paying your rent at all anymore. He could have easily I, said. I, I think it's all a head game because she said, in her mind, she's thinking, I'm going to get this super expensive apartment just to see if this visa is really almost done. Because yeah. if it's really almost done, he's going to pay for it. If it's not, then there's no way he's going to pay for it. And just like she said tonight, well, I won't be staying here long because the visa's almost done, right? And he paused for a very long time. And he's like, uh, yeah. So I think that... So uh, you think that you think he's never filled out the paperwork? No. Is this like a Danielle and Johan type situation where... Danielle's like, oh, yeah, I got everything under control. You're going to be in, a, in New York no time. No paperwork was ever filled out. Do you think that Gino really did that? I do. I think so, too. Do you think, do you think it's because he's afraid, afraid that he can't afford her when she gets here? I, I think it's a, he's afraid of not being able to keep her when she gets here. I think he can afford oh. her fine, but I don't think so he'll you, be able to. When she gets here, she might find somebody that suits her better. That's what the situation. I mean, that's very, that's very actually, that's very possible. You know, in America, I go to the gym every now and then. Not, not every week. Don't, don't, don't get happy. And I, there's, there's guys that go every day and they take care of themselves and they drive really nice cars. And I get it. It's, it's very hard to feel secure when yeah. you have a woman like Jasmine, right? Like it's, it's very hard to feel secure in yourself when you feel like she's out of your league because literally everyone, even his family has told him this woman is out of his league. So feeling yep. secure in yourself is almost out of the question. If I had a woman like Jasmine, I wouldn't feel secure. You know, yep. I feel like a next guy could come up and take her. You know, women like that do not settle. If, especially if you're not taking care of her needs. You well, know? right. That's, I wouldn't want to mean, period. I'd be I like, can't well, imagine. I can't imagine why he thinks Jasmine would stay with him if she's feeling un needed unloved untouched undesired yeah. like she she might have a lot of demands but i guarantee you that demand is something that she's gonna need to be met or she's not gonna stick around and yeah. even if she's just using him to get over here and then she'll find another person you know maybe that's his fear she still needs those demands met he's not the only person that can get a green card in her name you know like he's not the only guy so the fact that he treats her like she's worthless like i feel like he does he really treats her like she's worthless like he's doing her a favor and she should yeah. be grateful that he's doing that favor. And I'm just like, I don't know, regardless of looks, appearance or anything, you don't treat any woman that way. You're not yeah. doing her a favor. If you love her, you love her and you're going to do what you want to do for her because you love her, not because you're doing her a favor, yeah. not because she couldn't get to America any other way. I hate the fact that he's making it seem like, well, you should just be happy that I'm doing this for you. I yeah. really hate that. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Even them kissing is, horrifying that's oh, the best word i can I find like it's horrifying you try traumatizing it's traumatizing okay i'm trying yeah. to be nice on gino and and jasmine tonight okay i'm trying to be nice <laughs> so donna there was a post i saw it um that is true i'm not gonna say it out loud but you guys can read it that is true yeah. so whatever took place I'm not going to say it out loud. Just read it, everybody. But that is true. That was an actual thing that I saw. Yeah. Yep. It's happening. Yeah. I don't know how or why, but that's what happened. Okay. So let's talk about Riley, right? So Riley is going to Vietnam to meet Violet. We got to meet Violet, by the way, who I thought, wait, I don't want to say anything. I want to get your first impressions. I forgot. I have to get y'all's first impressions first. So we met Violet. Um, we met her friends when we saw her out on her moped. I, I called it a motorbike, and Kara corrected me. It is not a Harley. <laughs> it's a moped. So what do you guys think of Violet? It's not going 
going to happen. Riley's out. Get out the door now. Really? She didn't tell her friend. And she, yeah, she's using this guy completely. 100%. She's a catfish that showed her face. That's all there is. Yep. I agree as well. Really? Is it because of the comment she made where he said, what are we doing tomorrow? And she's like, I'm busy. Yeah. Well, that's not the only reason, but that's a big one. You're just going to have to deal with it. I'm busy. I'm sorry that you flew 8,000 miles to see me, but I'm busy. Exactly. Yeah. That and, and, and some other stuff, you know, her sending um, his dad all those messages, trying to put his dad against him, and then trying to make his dad feel sorry for her. Yeah. I mean, there's just way too many red flags in this relationship. Yep. Way yep. too many. And we already know that she's still active on the dating site. So yep. why is she still active if she really if she's really truly in this relationship for um because she wants to be in it, because she actually wants to have a relationship with him, why is she still on the dating dating site? Yep. Why is she keep steadily trying to turn his dad against him? Yep. Why yeah. she it's not gonna secretive. This one's over. Yeah, I, uh, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I feel like she, when she didn't tell her friends, because I feel like it's easier to tell your friends than to tell your family. So the fact that she told her family, I was like, well, her family is going to be excited because he's an American and they're going to yeah. be excited about the opportunity. So she told her family, but she didn't tell her friends. I feel like when it comes to women, they tell their friends things first because friends can be a little less judgmental and harsh than family. So when she, her friends had no idea, I was like, really that's that's crazy to me because girls talk you know they talk about these things with each other and she said that she likes to get her way and even her friends were like you don't seem like the type you know that will let him win a fight you know and then when she said they fought all the time and then yeah there's just a lot of red flags and i don't even think he should have even gotten on the plane because he is fully aware of all the issues like the idea of thinking about oh I, sh I could hire a private eye if she won't just tell me the truth. She should just tell you the truth. Yeah. That's all, like, all she should do is tell you what's going on. And I feel like if she's not willing to tell you what's going on, there's no reason to fly two also, days. Also, he made the comment last week that he's trying to make sure she's divorced and all of that stuff, which made yes. it sound like she was for a minute, right? Today we find out she was married for 15 years. So it's not yeah. like it's just a minute. It wasn't just, uh, whoops, we accidentally got married. I mean, they have two freaking kids. They were married for 15 years. She's probably not divorced. I bet you that comes out. So you think she's with this guy and then she's been using Riley for money. And then when Riley wasn't sending the money fast enough, she tried to get in her his dad's ear. Yep to cause problems so he could send more. See, that's an interesting theory because I was wondering that as well. Because when she gave the explanation of the husband, she just said, he wasn't taking care of me financially and my kids financially, so I left him. That's a yep. weird thing to say, isn't it? Yeah. Like usually he was mean, he was abusive, he was hurtful, he was emotionally abusive, he cheated. It's really weird to say like, well, he wasn't giving me enough money, so I left him. That's that's usually not something you hear someone say as to why they ended their 15-year marriage. Yeah. That was an interesting thing to say to me. Yeah. If I was married 15 years and my husband wasn't providing the way I thought he should, I'd kick his ass out the door, drive him to his job, and drop him off. And then I'd pick him up and bring him home with his paycheck. I wouldn't just be like, okay, we're done. No, you go get the paycheck on payday. Don't even let him touch it. Yeah. You go get the paycheck. Yes. But I wouldn't just be like, well, just because you didn't bring in enough money, I'm, I want a divorce after 15 years and two kids. Right. Something's... No one does yeah. that. There's times where people get laid off. There's times where the husband is provided the whole time and then something happens, he gets injured. People don't just say, oh, well, you're not making money anymore. I'm leaving you. That's yeah. never really the underlining reason. There's always other things. So when she listed that as the main reason, kind of raised the flag for me. I was like, huh. So it's all about financial stability for her. Yep. It's not really about love. So I was like, that's an interesting um, turn of events. So I don't know. It kind of raised a flag for me. And I'm thinking Riley is probably right to want to investigate. She's not being upfront and, and truthful about the information because she's hiding something. And I think that's why 
the PI is probably going to give him information that he doesn't want to get. You know, he's going to have to hire someone because she's just not going to be forthcoming. If she had all this time to be forthcoming with her relationship status and its information, and she hasn't, she's not going to tell you in person. It would have been easier to tell you over the phone over the FaceTime, it's going to be even harder to say, oh, by the way, I've been lying this whole time in person. You know, that's going to be even harder. Especially when he finds out that he's not the only one that's sending her money. But also, did you notice in the beginning, he said he's only sent her, what was it, like $3,000 or something? Maybe it wasn't even that much. He only sent her a little bit. But then he said it's her birthday, so I got her pearls. Shows the pearls. But then he's literally packing his suitcase with purses and all this other stuff. Yeah. I caught it. I I knew you were going to catch it too. Because he was like, I got to fit all this stuff in. And I was like, there's like four purses right there. And there's like a necklace. And there's like a jewelry box. I was like, who is all this stuff for? Yeah. Like you said that you got her one thing. You bought her all this stuff. And I bet you he had a whole suitcase just of presents and gifts. I guarantee you he did. He is not being honest about how much money he sent her. I know $3,000 is not the full amount. That's how much there. I always said when we watched 90 Fiance, um, when they give you a number, you multiply it times two. Absolutely. So whatever number they give you, it's at least two times that amount that they sent. They just don't want you to know because in case it doesn't work out, they don't want to have any explaining to do to anybody. So they just yeah. want to make the minimize the amount of their mistake. They're like, well, I only sent this much. It's probably sometimes times three, but yeah. times two is probably where we're going with that. He sent a okay. lot of money because uh, based on how many gifts he needed to bring her, to appease her, we know how much money has been sent. Yeah, exactly. Just- yeah, he's probably taking um, uh, gifts to her, her whole family as well. So, yep. and we all, know, we all know that she's, you know, by her being on the dating app still, they ain't no telling how many men she has sending her money. Right. Several. It's a roster. That's what I was thinking. I was like, it's a roster. It's like a starting five, right? Like, yeah. it's going to be a whole roster of guys because not very many people are going to make that two-day flight so you can keep a relationship online going you can have money sent to you this could go on for up to a year or two before the guy catches on and realizes that you're not actually trying to marry him that's a decent amount of money that you can pull in from each person before they realize what's going on and then like riley has basically figured out he's still getting on the plane so you can still keep it going even though his buddy alexa was like "Uh -uh, i think this is a horrible idea Oh, yeah. She was like, this is ridiculous. It's manipulative. It's disgusting. She's she's texting your father. Because I was like, why would you text someone's dad to try to turn their family against them? That is the most vile thing I have so ever what heard in my life. Happening with that? I think she was texting the dad in hopes of saying, oh, he's, so, you know, Riley's such a bad person, yada, yada, yada. He's not sending me the money he promised in hopes that the dad will send her money on Riley's behalf so that she's got more because I feel like she's got feelers octopus legs out there everywhere trying to snatch up every bit she can from anybody that'll send it I think interesting because yeah I mean why else would she have has her his dad's number and then tell him about their problems because I've always told people never ever tell people your relationship problems in case you work it out because yeah. then they're going to know how dysfunctional your relationship is. So when you get invited to people's house, they're going to be whispering under their breath about how terrible your relationship was two weeks ago. Exactly. So don't tell everyone your problem. So that's exactly what she was doing. Like you said, maybe she was saying, oh, he isn't taking care of me and my daughters and we're struggling. And she was fishing for extra money, even though he probably was. She's telling his dad he's not because that's double the money. That's probably yeah. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised that his, um, I know it hasn't come out yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if his dad uh, was sending her money. I hope not. It'll come out. It hasn't come out yet, but I wouldn't put it, I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. The fact that he was talking to her and and getting the messages, I don't want to say talking to her, but got like 150 messages and didn't bother to tell his son. I wouldn't yeah. put it past them because I feel like that's something after that the second text message. Yeah, after the, the second text message, he should have said, Hey, Riley, this woman is texting me. Yeah. And showed him. Like that is what a family does. Like your family is supposed to always be like this. So if there's somebody doing something outside this family circle, 
you're supposed to work as a unit, as a team and conquer what that is. And I feel like the dad not doing that is a huge red flag. So it makes you, like you said, if the dad was sending money, he's not going to say it because he yeah. didn't even tell Riley that they were in communication. Yep. So yeah. Riley, so what do we think about, um, what do we think about Amanda and Roz Vaughn? Because we got some scenes with them and she's having a really hard time. And apparently she called home and her son said, Dada died. And it really hit her hard. And it was just like a random thing. And she was confused by the, the statement. But I think that that statement is a normal grieving thing. Like you wake up one day and then it hits you all over again. Like that this happened. And I think when you're grieving the loss of someone, every day when you wake up for a, a hot second, you forgot that this horrible tragedy happened and then you have to relive it every day. And I think that her child is, is grieving very um, healthy in a very healthy way because having to say it out loud and, and, and help process it through your mind so you understand it is a good thing. And I think her thinking that it was a red flag or it was, it was a hard thing for her child to say, I think it's the opposite. I think what she's doing is the red flag. She, yeah. instead of processing what happened with her husband, she's in Romania in bed with this guy sucking on his neck. Like, I feel yeah. like she's not grieving in the correct way. Her children are. The children are waking up every day. They're, they're coming to terms with it. They're saying it out loud. They're going through the steps of grief. And I think that the children are handling it the best way any child could. But you yeah. have to sometimes say it out loud and help yourself process it. And I think the statement that the child made was a good way, you know, to say it out loud and show that they are understanding and accepting the process that this is what happened. And I feel like she should take notes from the yeah. kids. You know, the kids are really doing the best that they can to process. And I think it's hitting her hard now, walking the streets to Romania, that she hasn't processed any of this. Like she is there with this man and she feels really weird. She feels guilty. She feels like she's betraying her husband, but it's because she hasn't processed the loss yet. Like I know that she thinks that she's over it. She thinks that she's ready to be in a relationship, but she's not even her sister. She was like, this is way too fast. Yeah. The last thing you need to be doing is getting on an airplane. You shouldn't even be in communication with anybody that you think you have feelings with. You have to process this just you, Amanda only. Right? Like, just Amanda, nobody else needs to be in this process but you and maybe the kids and y'all should work on this together and take as long as it needs to take until you feel like you are ready to move in that direction because she got on that plane and when she saw him in person, she was like, I am not ready to be in a relationship with somebody else. She's still, in her mind, she's still married to Jason. She's literally still married and she's out dating this other guy. And it's only because she's denied herself time to process her loss. I have a couple of things that I want to say about this. So when no. this first started, I was like, <clears throat> Rosvon is a piece of trash. He's only in it for fame, blah, blah, blah. And poor Amanda, now I am literally just the opposite. I am now a fan of Rosvon. I think that he has been nothing but respectful. He's respected her boundaries. I, I'm so dumbfounded by how many times they're saying, I love you to each other. You're not, not in love. I'm sorry. You're not in love. If you haven't processed the death of your husband yet, you're not in love. And That's so possible. I feel like she strung him along. Yep. In, in, now she strung him along. So now he's trying to figure out all this stuff. Okay, well, I'll, I'll come to America. He's not saying, I need you to get me a K-1. He's not saying, I need you to get me there. He's not saying any of that. He's like, I'll get a tourist visa and come and visit you and the kids. Mm -hmm. She automatically comes to, you can't stay in my house with the kids and all this stuff. He didn't say that was the case. He was going to get his own visa. He was going to go visit. I feel like she's, she got, she was ready for this and then got there and was like, holy shit, I need to back oh. it up. But now, I mean, just by making the comment, would you be sad if I left early? Yeah, hell yeah, I'd be sad, you know, because you strung me along this far. So I feel like she's just stringing him along, dangling that carrot. And I, I just, I don't know. I have completely different feelings between the two of them now. See, but I, I get. Didn't... Oh, go ahead. No, we're only on episode yeah. three, so. Yeah. I didn't like how she's allowed to go to Romania and see him, but he's not allowed to go to America and see her. I didn't like that. I feel like relationships and, and things like that should be equal. 
Yeah. And I was like, you're making him like a dirty little secret. Yep. Like you can go and do this as long as nobody knows you're doing it or your kids can't see it. That's not fair because he's actually trying to be in a relationship with her. And to her, this was kind of like, I'm going to try. It's a trial run. Yeah. Right. And he didn't feel that way. He felt that this trip, they were going to be together and profess their love. And he was going to ask her to marry him. This was a complete trial run for her. She is not all in. She doesn't even have one toe in the door in this relationship. This was just, let's see how it goes. And if I don't like it, I'll get on the plane early. And like you said, Rosvon was under the impression that they were in love. They, like you said, they say, I love you. After four months, they say, I love you. He was under the impression this relationship was legit. And this isn't even a relationship. When she got there, she was just like, this isn't, I don't even know what I'm doing here. I probably messed up. I'm going to try to book another flight home. Like, that's how yeah. she felt. I agree. Her conscience is killing her. Her conscience is killing her. I mean, come on now. Can we talk about the, the elephant in the room? Because I have been sitting on this ever since I seen it the other day. These, they started talking within, what, a week or two? Yeah. Um, or talking, but in a relationship within a week or two after her husband passed away. Yep. Come on now. Seriously. So, I mean, I mean, there's, there's proof. There is proof. It's all over it. I mean, everybody sees it. It's on her phone. August, August of last year, her husband passed away mid March. Okay. She said they had been in a relationship for, um, four months. That puts them back in what April. Okay. Her husband had just passed away. So were they talking whenever her husband was still alive? I mean, was she already just, you know, preparing for the next man to come in her life? I'm mean, her conscience getting her. Her conscience is getting her. And I told you guys, there is something about her I did not like. Yep. And now I know why. Yep. I know. Her that's conscience is I her about that exactly. When we were messaging the other day about those screenshots. It's like, hold on. Something's not mathing her. Like, the math is not mathing. I feel like she was talking to him before her husband passed. While her husband... I do, yep. I do too. Because, okay, if they started filming, then... They had to have been talking while her husband was still alive. Yeah. They had to have. Four they months. had to. Four months. Talking months. like friends. You think they were talking like friends, or you think they were talking like flirting? Well, I don't know. They're in love now. And I don't know that part yet, but I'm showing up digging. I'll find out. Well, because I, that is I, just disrespectful. I did see the screenshots you sent me, and it said August. And that was very peculiar because I said that's really early because, like you said, what, what was it, March, April? So, um, so he, when he passed away, and then um, that would have put them starting dating around the beginning of um, April if they wasn't already dating before. Yeah. Hmm. And he died in March, so oh, that wow. doesn't make any right. It doesn't make sense unless. I don't know. I mean, some of these seasons are filmed a year out, but we but are. Her dated. What was it, August 9th? Yes, and oh, she said yeah. that her husband. Her it was in the same year that her husband yeah. passed away. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. it, it says right there on the screen. Yeah. Well, I tried. I tried a minute, but I can't, I can't make it work. The numbers don't work in your favor. I tried. I was like, let's try some, but that would be very interesting if they were talking before. I know she said that they met on TikTok. So it's possible that they, the interaction started while he was still alive. I'm hoping that it was just friendly because that would be an even more sinister type situation if she was already courting a new guy while he was, you know, suffering, her husband was going through a lot. You know, that would that would be really hard to process. Oh. Like deal with. Like I don't, I don't even want to think about that. I hope to God that's not what took place. But a couple of weeks after the passing, to be in a new relationship, this is why she's going through such terrible guilt and confusion when she's seeing him, because that means that she didn't process anything. Yeah. Literally, it happened, and then she was in a new relationship. So, how does that even work? How do you go through losing someone when you just—it's almost like a breakup. 
like she just broke up with her husband and started dating someone else but that's not what happened you have to process it for what it is you know loss is loss it's not a breakup and even a breakup you need more than a week or two to get over the breakup like let's be realistic here if you break up with somebody on a friday you can't be in a new relationship by next friday yep. you got to have time to get through that and it works the same way so i don't know i i'm very surprised at the timeline because i don't even know how to explain it like the math the math is not not mathing yep. so oh, and did you also catch that she said that she doesn't want her kids to be involved um and know him or whatever but didn't that start when he started facetiming them they know yep. his name they know who he is they're they talk to him regularly but she said tonight she's like i don't want the kids to you know get attached or get involved or meet him or know him and i was like that ship has sailed you know they are asking where he's sleeping and they know who he is they they know that he's your friend like that ship is sailed just because they haven't physically met him does not know that he is does not mean that he's not in their life he's in their yeah. life like you can have like this happens a lot with my grandparents like sometimes your, your kids grandparents will live out of state so you only see them once or twice a year that grandparent is 100% in that child's life. They know exactly who that person is. If something was to happen to that grandparent, it would emotionally hurt that child. So don't yeah. think just because they haven't met him that he's not a part of this. He is so roped into this situation, you would never even believe. Yep, and if he's telling her he loves her all the time, first of all, the kids are hearing it, but I'm sure that he's saying it to the kids too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure part of their conversations were private, but. I, there's no way that they the kids don't hear them flirting or having you know flirty banter or saying I love you to each other and if he's talking to these kids because he wants to be their friend then you know it's something it just it's not right all of it's not right no turn down to and accepting his house key like you're not even staying there take that freaking key with you girl that's stupid I would have she says she's probably not even going back. That's why she don't want it. Yeah, but I'd have took it. I'd have been like, cool, thank you. That's nice. That was nice of you to give to me. Thank you for not proposing like I thought you were going to. Well, um, hats off to the cameraman that got that on got her phone screen. Because, yeah. Because it was already not mathing up. You know what I'm saying? That's I mean, even before, every, even before um, that came out, we already knew something was not right. Right. Something was bad enough, and now we know some of the some of it. But I'm pretty sure there's more. Yeah. But they were having yeah. this conversation. Did you notice it was like super midday? They're having this conversation. It's bright and like lunchtime, and then in the flip of the screen, it's the same conversation, but now it's like eleven o'clock at night. It's pitch black. Yeah. What the hell happened there? Hmm. I didn't catch it. I was tweeting. I noticed that too. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, so what were they doing all day? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it was the same conversation. It, it would have been one thing if it, if the conversation would have changed, but it was the same conversation. So yep. like, okay, guys eat. We'll pick up exactly where we left off in four hours. <laughs> Yeah, that's they that's, come back on we're talking about oh yeah you coming to america and that not working out for me oh i wanted to ask this question so they said that they didn't sleep together that night and i know you guys said last week you didn't believe that do you still so feel the same way? because he had a pretty noticeable hickey on his neck so do yep. you guys feel like they're lying for the camera I was like, oh my gosh, you put a yiki on this man's neck. And then they're going to say they were not intimate. Right. Come on now. Seriously. Please. <laughs> that, yep. Please. The amount of time it takes to put a hickey that size on someone's neck, I was just like, so you mean to tell me that y'all are just laying in the bed and you're sucking on his neck and nothing happened for the rest? Like, I don't know if I believe that. I know that might be what, what she wants us to believe because it would go along with the scene about her guilt and how she felt. I don't think that's what happened. I don't, like, I don't think that's what happened at all. And I feel like she might be trying to give us a little different story than what happened, maybe because she feels guilty about what happened on the first night with him. But yep. we weren't born yesterday. You know, like we know we, we she flew all the way there 
And we we saw the way that they were lip locking when they met. We weren't born yesterday. And then when I saw the hickey on his neck and I was like, but y'all didn't do nothing though. Like that's 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 something a teenager would tell their parents. Like, come on now, that's that's not what happened. That's also something a teenager would do. When's the last time either <laughs> one of you gave someone a hickey? Come on. I'll, and this, teenager, that's your how, she's yes. <laughs> how she's talking to she's talking like a little kid and then she's like bossing him around like last week it was um she didn't have enough room yeah. in the bathroom for stuff and, um tonight it was you're not moving fast enough with my coffee well get up and fix it yourself i mean come on you know like hello yeah when i big old kid and then i'm i'm just sitting there like and you saying y'all didn't do nothing? Come on now. We all know. That is, that's high school stuff there. That is. Mm. Man, I'm trying to be nice, y'all. I'm trying to be nice this week. You did not fly across the country to give someone a hickey and then go home. That's not how that works. That's not right. how any of this <laughs> works. Mm -mm. how any of this works. And I don't know. If you're going to fly that many miles and that many days, it's only normal to, I don't know, but Gino won't do it. Because I was like, it's only normal to sleep with the person, right? But I guess not. Gino won't do it. Gino has no interest in doing that. So I I, I want to believe that he is genuinely interested in her, though. I believe that. I believe that. I also believe that he's interested in the idea of making more money as an influencer in America, though. So I feel like it's two things. Like, he genuinely does like her, and he does think that the relationship is real. But he also likes the idea of coming to America because he actually got that tourist visa behind her back. Yep. So he's definitely working on a goal of getting to the America. And the tourist visa doesn't help that goal because you can't make any money on that. Right. But it would give him an idea of, you know, survey what he could be doing, get an idea, plan of what he could be doing once he gets here. So but here's the thing about that. This is how I see that. He already, ha he's so far beyond applying for the tourist visa that he actually has an interview. So that takes longer than it took for them to meet and fall in love. So this is something he had in the works before he met her. And if he didn't truly care about her, he would have came here and met any American because then he could go home, yeah. still have a conversation with them and be like, Hey, you know, I was just there. This is, you know, and 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 go from that point. So I think that he really likes her, and I think she's really led him on. That's yeah, you're right. He could have easily. America's so big, you could come here, spend weeks here, months here, and other Americans would never know you were here. You're a hundred percent right. He could have came here, stayed here for three whole months, and just never told her where he was. Yeah. And but he he was telling her. His plan. So you're right. I think that he really does want to make it work with her. Hi, Kelly. Yeah, for sure. Unless, unless, I don't know, there's something about him too, just ain't adding up. Unless he is, um, no, because he knows the situation that she's in. She's grieving, you know, she wants to be with somebody. Unless he's got it in his mind that once he gets over here and he goes over and he, um, uh, meets the kids, the kids are going to get attached to him, and that right there will be a door opening to him being able to get his K-1 visa. I don't know. No, I feel like I, I just feel like she has led him on completely because he's been very respectful. In my opinion, he's been very respectful. He hasn't tried to insert himself in with the kids. Yes, he's talked to them, but I don't feel like he's inserting himself there. He's been respectful to not rush anything while she got there i mean i feel like he he's a good looking dude not gonna lie he's a good looking man he could probably get just about any american chick that is you know messaging him on tiktok he's got a lot of followers i'm sure that you know he has a lot of dms he he could probably get anybody but i feel like he they developed this connection if you will while her husband was still alive and then when he died, he was there to comfort and console and, you know, be that shoulder to cry on. And his feelings went from there. I, that's what I think. I don't think he's trying to get to America. I think, I think if he wants to get to America, he will. Hmm. Something's not adding up with him. I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, he, he said, 
I think when we said when we met him and it said he was like an actor and an influencer, everybody was like, no, that's 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 a red flag. Because yeah. a lot of people feel like influencers and actors, they have one goal yeah. to become famous and make a lot of money. And they were like, well, what is going to help him get to that goal faster, getting to America? Because even he said in that one, one last week, he was like, I can be so much more successful in America versus mm -hmm. Romania. So, yeah. but like you said, Amanda's not the only fish in the sea. You know, there's yeah. quite a few women who, because we saw what he does yeah. on his TikTok. There's yeah. women who are paying this man to take off his shirt. So yeah. there's quite a few women who I think would have no issue bringing him over here and moving them into their house. Like, I, don't, I think yeah. that that's, that's not off the table. So if he didn't want to deal with Amanda and, you know, the situation that she's in and the kids and the grieving and, you know, getting the situation that she's going through under control, he could easily walk away. It hasn't even been that long. Like he could yep. easily walk away. I feel like there's an easier way in, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, but I mean, he maybe he said it to her to see exactly, maybe he's trying to figure out exactly where she is in the relationship and where her mindset is. Maybe he's trying to figure out if he needs to continue with her or call it quits. Maybe that's another reason why he brought it up. Because, yeah. because, yeah, he can have anybody he wants. I don't know. I just feel like it takes so long to get a tourist visa. And if that was something that was in the works already, up to the point that he has an interview, I think it was happening long before he even met her. And I feel like even if he was just here, no, he can't work here, but he can make bajillions of TikToks here. And he'll, he's going to get more followers and he's going to, you know, he can make so much money. He, the guy can make so much money and all he needs is one trip to America. If he, if he does that, he's good. All, all the okay. So it, it could be like a Matthew and Anna from Pet Love and Paradise. Like Anna, her goal is to get here and getting here is going to increase her revenue, what she can do, who she can work for how much money she makes because she's a fighter who she can fight the amount of money she could get per fight all of that will change so is amanda just like a way to get here is that what you think it is dd you think she's i'm not gonna say that i don't i'm not gonna say that she is a way for him to get here um i do think that maybe he did um apply for it before they got into a serious relationship or maybe Wait, even before, before they, they even met yeah. Before they, before they, okay. Before they, is what I'm saying is you gotta. Maybe he's got in his mind. I could be wrong, but maybe he's got in his mind that, you know, he can, can get over here and meet the kids, get us the um get close to the kids, and then she will think twice of letting go of him. And then what will be the next step? The next step will be getting his visa for him to stay here. But here's the thing about that. He could literally get just about any American chick he wants. So it's just like if Jasmine came here. She can get just about any American guy she wants. So he could get any American chick that doesn't have baggage, that probably has a lot more money, that is probably a lot more secure, that will probably, I mean, that's why I feel like he really likes her, really loves her. There's something there because she's got a lot of baggage to unpack and for a single guy who just wants to be an influencer. That's true. The workload I mean, is high. Yeah, the workload is high. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't agree with you, Carl. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's something, there's something not right about him. There's something not right. Yeah. I was right about Amanda. So there's something, well, only, something's not right. We're only three episodes in. So I feel like we're going to get some more time to read into Rosbon and did you guys see the the video I posted um this week of him singing I wanted to get an idea of how you guys felt about his singing did you guys see it, it was on my on my story yeah I seen that this was the week my son got married I haven't been on social media at all I've been so busy so he did a cover and the video um he, it was very um auto-tuned it wasn't uh, yeah. like amazing. Like I'm not gonna say like he's gonna get signed to any record label anytime soon. I I'm gonna repost it so everybody can hear it because I okay. want to get everybody's opinion okay. on that because a lot of people were like, keep your day job. You know, a lot of people weren't okay. impressed. 
So I'm going to repost it and see if um, people catch it again on the second time. But yeah, he posted a cover. It's on his Instagram. If y'all don't follow him, follow him. He's been posting. Hey, Rishi. Yeah, if you guys don't follow him, he's been posting um, some music on his Instagram. Because everybody was asking on Twitter, let's hear you sing. Because he kept saying, I'm a singer and I'm, I'm filming a music video. So everybody yeah. was like, well, let's hear this voice. So he posted a cover that he did. And it got some reviews, you know. So I want to hear what you guys think of that. So we'll talk about that next week. I'm so we can, we can um, critique, you know, we're going to be like the American Idol judges here. Wait. We're going to critique his, his performance. Wait. And we'll see if he can make it to Hollywood, right? We're going to see if we can put him through to Hollywood. No, no way possible. <laughs> okay. Last so, time we checked, he was at like 139,000 followers. So I yeah. have to see where he's at today. So he is currently at, oh, he hasn't gained that many. He's got 140,000, 140,000.2. So, oh, yeah. Because he went from 127 to 139 in like a week, so, right? Yeah. And it's happening. It's slowing down, but it's that's, still good. That's still a lot. Yeah. That's a that's lot. A lot. So, I don't know. I don't know. Do we talk about everyone? I don't have my notes in front of me. Do we forget anybody? A new couple that's coming up. I can't wait to see them. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I love the fact that we're still meeting new people because I'm I'm already oh, hooked in. We didn't get any David this week. I was very sad. Yeah, we didn't get David, so we have to wait and see what happens when he meets Sheila. I'm rooting for him. Sheila, don't please don't don't do anything that you'll regret because we don't want to have any problems with you, Sheila. Please, thank you ahead of time in advance. We definitely don't want to have to come over there. You know, like please keep it together. But but we will. Right. I have my passport ready. Like, you know. Part two, so we'll be jumping on the plane. We'll be going over there. I got my passport. Yeah. <laughs> we have to, David, we will come get you. You know, we will. Let us know. Say the word. Yep. First thing smoking. We'll yep. come out there. So um, we're going to come back tomorrow, and we're going to talk about love in paradise. Um, April and Valentine are back and we know that he disappeared for three days and she just saw him yeah. randomly walking down the street. So that's a conversation. So we're going to see what happens during that. I'm excited about that. Oh, and Scott has brought his new slash old um, person, girl, lady, woman, I don't want to call her a girl, to, to the island to rekindle their relationship in the same trip that he was trying to get to know um, Lydia on. So that's going to blow over well, right? And we're also going to see if Nicole and Lydia are there to make a scene because that's what they normally do. So make sure you're following me at George Massey on all platforms and go to georgemassey.com and anyway you get your podcast and make sure you're following my co-hosts, Kara and Didi. They are tagged in this video. And we will talk to all of you guys tomorrow. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon. See you tomorrow. Bye.